Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50% to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus. Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. The Long
jealousy or people just take whatever they can as an avenue to express their real, probably, frustration, ultimately. And if I can be the ire of that frustration, then by all means... Mm. You know, take it out on me because it really? doesn't really bother me. Oh, just deal. Mm. Oh, yeah, I suppose. Does it not bother you that genuinely when you get that kind of stuff? It really bother me, no. Yeah. Why would it? A lot of people. You're human, you know what I mean? Like, how, how old are you? 28. 28. You know, I, I'm not necessarily sure that at 28, I think that that kind of would probably have upset me. So I've definitely changed my approach to the internet. Originally, right. I think you wanted. We had Alfie Days on the podcast the other day, right. and he said he's got f- maybe 6 million. Follow, uh, you know, followers overall cumulatively, and another four million somewhere else. And he was saying the sweet spot is like three hundred thousand, right. because there's not too many people. Most of the people there seem to get what you're sort of doing. Yeah, and it's not, um, you know, it's it's not like four million where he feels now a little bit sort of, I don't want to speak for him, but sort of, you know, I have to, you know, do something for all four million. Whereas actually, there's a a nice small amount of people right okay and that's why I felt maybe at like 4,000 followers right because I felt like They're all these people are following me yeah for, you. for me yeah or just to and you know they don't really mind if I tweet or not yeah but now you know if you tweet something you get you get so many people's different days like people just, you know some people like I, I, like you just get tweets at 3am you probably get this where'd you get that shirt on the podcast and you're like which, which podcast do you watch <laughs> yeah, yeah. like there are 54 of them yeah. now just because you've just watched that yeah yeah and some the of them are like the Adidas time. one and you're like ah oh, right yes let me just I'll just yeah. go back and consult and most of the time it's just it's just go on the Adidas website and you can buy it I, I, I tend to not read anything now on yeah Twitter. just your shirt really yeah yeah it's, it's like a one-way broadcast. This is, this is back for the first, first time. I've, I've, I've retired this for a few months and it's come back today because I thought it'd be quite cold and quite hot and sweaty what, now. What does it spell? Is that exactly Antioch. The brand is Antioch. You can go and get it from the Antioch website if you want. I tried. A-N-T-I-O-C-H. I tried. Yes. Genuinely, it was sold out. Because well, the go. day you were on the podcast, I think I messaged you with a screenshot and said, <laughs> where'd you get this? And yeah, you, you said, da da da. I went to the website, they were all sold out. Yeah, I got this, I got this, a good tip actually, I got this from TK Maxx in Wiltshire, where the style, I, want, I don't want to offend anyone, but they don't know how to dress out there. You also told me that. Yeah, yeah. and so go to TK Maxx's in rural areas, Absolutely. where they're mostly interested in selling the boots. stock from a few years ago. Yeah, in Harrington. Burton yeah. on Trent, Octagon Centre, has got a massive TK Maxx. I used to go. go around there just <laughs> dropping things. I once followed right. a man around who just took it, and we didn't like it, instead of putting it back, he'd just go, no. <laughs> no. And just as dropping things to the ground. We're still waiting for a TK Maxx in Wakefield. Yeah. yeah one day. Yeah, yeah. That's the dream. You have to have a population of a certain number, don't you, in MMA? Or you'll have a cl- you'll, you'll be a sat- you'll be considered a satellite town in Wakefield. What is Burton? Because Wakefield's a city. Wakefield uh, Wakefield's know. a city, Burton's Burton, a town. Burton's a town. So Wakefield should have one. We might have one. I, I don't I really go there. Well but Burton does have a um two story M and S though, which means it has a population of over hundred thousand people it could serve. So mm, I think Wakefield Wakefield's got to be bigger than that. Oh no, probably, but it's got just to be. But since Thatcher it really isn't. That? In fact this is going a little bit re- Weird? Yeah, a little bit weird. Wakefield's in the north Um, of England. (laughs) But yeah, just just that thing on social media is I've I've found now that by and large using social media is massively depressing. Do you think? Choose not to. In fact, I do use it. This is what I do. So like, if you're following me, don't bother because I'm never going to read any of your ads. Great. I'm definitely not going to read my timeline. Why do you tweet them? Just because I know people will listen. Is, is that a little bit? Do you think that that's not? That, you're not playing. Maybe. You're not playing ball there, are you? Flav? Not really. Uh, maybe it is arrogant. It's more. Uh, it serves a purpose for me, and that's what I get from it. 
do you ever think, and I started doing this for a while, instead of tweeting, right, I started yeah. writing what I would tweet in in my notes mm, right. on my iPhone, and it right. felt just as good. I'm generally... Just as, I'm just, <laughs> it, yeah, it felt fine. That's and amazing. It, and, and I instead, so instead of writing, you know, like, oh, this game was shit or whatever, I just write that in my notes. It's kind of like porn, really. I don't, I don't talk what? about... Don't <laughs> 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 you know, have sex, just watch porn, it feels kind of as good. No, 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 no. But, but then you don't have to kind of do the whole, God, you know what, my mum said she might come round in the morning, so you'd better... I imagine like, some people write tired. in the comments below, Lawrence is the kind of guy to make excuse to a pornography video. I've seen that, that kind of trend, they're amazing. You, 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 I'll, I'll turn to my laptop and go, I've got a headache tonight, and then just close it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, a good one is uh, Lawrence. Lawrence he's is the, the type kind of guy, is it that yeah. one? Lawrence yeah. is the type Let's of guy that, Sorry, that, that would uh, use a knife and fork to cut up his Big Mac. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and the funny thing is... These are all really good, nice ways to behave, though. I don't know what... That's what is. I find funny, is actually some of the... I started to reply to some of them, and, I, and then after a while, there was such a high volume. <laughs> I couldn't reply to them all. Is, um, that, is that difficult to deal with then? The the fact that there is True Geordie does have such a massive audience, massive and a very very passionate, big fan of his audience. Yeah. And his not act, but his character, his personality is yeah. so different to yours that anyone that's bought into that and has been loving C bombs and F bombs and all that kind of stuff for ages, mm. all of a sudden they get this not a delicate little flower, but in comparison, you are, because he's a big guy, isn't he? Like, it's tats a, and everything. In terms of the, he's in, a big, his persona, the yeah. comparisons between you. His persona's big, yeah. But then I don't, I think, maybe that shows, like, the kind of, his audience are obviously part of that, like, masculine identity, sort of, you know, we're all right. men in here, aren't we? You know, right. women are this way, men are that way, kind yeah. of thing. But then not everyone who watches him is like that. And yeah. I think we've sort of engaged a little bit more with some of the people, or had chats with people who were like, Oh, actually, I don't feel the same way as him. I watch him for entertainment, or I watch him, you know, I don't agree with him. So I, I come here to because a lot of people who watch maybe Paul Joseph Watson or like some of the right wing guys, mm. a lot of those views are going to be coming from people who maybe don't agree, but they're interested in what the right are saying. Mm. So, or they see it as entertaining in some way. Yeah, well, because the, Joseph Watson's role, as much as it is as a, as a kind of political crusader, it's king prick. Is yeah, it's about yeah. it's about creating a reaction, and as soon as he's as long as he's doing that, he's He's, he's, he's remaining relevant and I've, but I've really been thinking about that over the last few days because it doesn't how in the long run how meaningful is that and but the thing is maybe it is meaningful but uh, it has no real value to, to human life it has a value to his life it generates it, it has no, for him it, yeah it has like no yeah so it has no value I mean, but then, if anything it makes the world a little bit worse but well I mean not, not from his perspective it's, yeah subjective isn't yeah it? Um, you said a good thing once, Matt, about um, about Kate Hopkins and Piers Morgan and what they've become and how it's so much easier to be a troll or to say inflammatory things than it is to engage in a an actual worthwhile conversation. Did I? It was really good. <laughs> okay. You should try cool. and harness that. That's good. I don't was, remember it that. It was good. I enjoyed it. Yeah. But the, pe the people who control... I think it's a strategy. Well, the part of it, yeah. yeah. But it's not... That's the point, and I think that's really key, is... There's not just one strategy to approaching online interaction. There there's no blanket no. thing that works because trolls will come up against people who yeah. it doesn't work against. I think in the same way that people who don't like trolls yeah. will find that really frustrating. So there's no way that you can be the complete human being. But people want to present or curate this perfect online account. Which right. Which is yeah, which but, isn't actually genuine. But it tends to belong to the doers. So yeah. Katie Hopkins and Piers Morgan are two people who are that you've got to give it to them. They're a bit like Boris Johnson. They're doers in life. But they what they don't acknowledge is they've been 
they've been born with a silver spoon in their mouth, which is, you know, white middle class Britain has presented yeah. them as this thing. Perhaps, but I don't think that that's why they're as infamous as they are, it or famous it's as, as they are. definitely part of their character, though. It, it definitely is part of, the, part of their character. But I think the genius of, you, you watch Piers Morgan and, and what he, he does, um, he speaks out and he abuses, and Robbie Savage did the same thing. Do you remember when, when Twitter was still in its kind of breaking out period, whereby if something happened on Twitter, it'd be almost back page news. Oh my God, Darren Gofford, Robbie Savage had a Twitter spot. Like, wow. And everyone yeah. would fucking hell, Jesus. That's now that's mad. hashtag give a fuck. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. But for that period, um, that's what the smart thing was. Is if you look at Piers Morgan, he still does it now, really. Gary Neville, Gary Lineker, anyone with big followings, mugs them off, insults them, they bite back. And what that does, that exposes him to their audience and his followers, meanwhile, go like that. That's yeah. why someone like Robbie Savage, who, let's face it, I don't think anyone would say he was a great footballer. No. I don't think anyone would say he's a great pundit, but his social media following and the checks that is getting signed in his direction for pundit work and for brand work are. Of, of a high quality. So are people uh, and, mistaking and he, fashioned that. No, he's fashioned that by... I think he stumbled upon it. Well, I, I don't know. I mean, it's, it's kind of called the art of beef, really. It's the 50... 50 I know they called 50 cent 50%, which would have been quite funny. But it's, it's, the, it's the... That's the worst thing he's yeah. ever been called. <laughs> it's, it's the 50 cent thing, right? So mm-hmm. on his first album, um, he comes out and he, he essentially slags off Jay-Z, Nas, literally every single person in hip-hop was making rhymes about them and that that album sold I don't know 100,000 copies or something like that now the no the first album it did right. then the next album went triple platinum because in response to that first album you had all everybody started to tell their audience about him by going by by saying who the fuck's this 50 cent guy you know the, 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 you know and, and insulting him mm. and therefore that told their audience that there's this guy called 50 cents so that that then set the seed in people's minds who is this guy that Jay-Z's talking about or Nas is talking about and then because that then created all the interest in him then his next next thing went, went also went got viral. shot nine times as well and he also got shot that nine was before times. the first album alright sorry mm. um, from the timeline but, but but that's the trick that a lot of people have played really well and Piers Morgan in particular has done that and Robbie Savage and it kind of works it works now I don't I mean I, it'll probably work for a lot longer because um, people think because it, the people who it works for are the people at the top yeah so it works really well for the people at the top so why yeah. would they break that down yeah. why would they bother looking into the analytics of how many bots follow Robbie Savage yeah. and his ultimate engagement is actually you know 50% yeah. of that yeah. or how many times he's had a you know I wish Twitter had like a constructive conversation chart or something where yeah. something sort of comes out of it yeah. but then well, maybe the, that's well, the point is actually well, that's the thing isn't it it's, it's like width versus depth is what you're kind of alluding to so whereas Robbie Savage might have a following like that um, and traditional media who people are behind it they're just looking for that vanity metric they're going yeah. how many followers amazing get him on let's get him to do this thing also they but think actually they can the add depth, depth of it you could have a much smaller audience and probably get much greater <coughs> and that's the point depth. that goes back to what Alfie was saying where you can have 300,000 very dedicated people yeah. as opposed to 4 million vaguely dedicated people yeah. or people who are like oh he's alright yeah they're following because they've heard that it's someone to follow rather than because they're super interested in what his views are. But it sort of goes back to the same thing that we always end up talking about, which is like the medium is the message. It's like, if you have, if you have Twitter, mm. 
Twitter's very limited on how you can measure whether it's a good or a bad thing. It's mm. sort of retweets and likes and those sort of things. Yeah. Some people are just really good at coming up with memes and those sort of things. Mm. Yeah. Or stealing other people's content and posting it. Yeah. yeah or there's a but, lot of that. But then some people some people say that's actually like that's that's curation. That's what we've renamed it yeah. into curation. Yeah. So that you can sort of it's you all, can get away with it. Also, because yeah. you can't trace the original source often. So if everyone's doing it, why not dip your toe in also? Then why not make some sort of um, why can't Twitter make some sort of metadata trackback system? Yeah. Where because JPEG first person files, you, yeah, files you can yeah. put a you um, know a, this was created by. So I was, I was I was reading this article a year or so ago that you know Image Girl. Yeah. They were planning that if you hosted originally hosted first image it would have sort of metadata yeah which you could track back to yeah. the original source which not that how many people would actually I mean maybe it would have to become standard practice where people think this is an acceptable thing to do but mm. it's almost like a regulation in the world where it, there is none but then a lot of people uh, and then a lot of people uh, screenshot or they and that cuts out the middleman yeah. so then you've just gotten rid of that because you've created yeah. your own image of the image I quite like it though I like the fact that there are there are no there isn't a single author trying to copyright stuff or is unable to and it is at this stage just a free for all of content to entertain and, and the, it, the purpose of it isn't to monetize it but it feels like a transitional time of understanding of how that works doesn't it because everything's constantly in transition or everything always has been constantly in transition it's just much more overt now and part of that is um, there's no original idea in the first place you know we've all everyone's just remaking old ideas yeah. and those sort of things but, yeah. and that's what Twitter is and actually we shouldn't be getting angry that people are reposting things because that's actually a really effective way of sharing a message mm. the reason a lot of people get angry is because they don't get their money from that or you know or, the, or the, the creator or, or of the, someone who put bold text at the top of an image is like yeah. I want my money for that and you're like no. mate you took two seconds on paint do you know what, also, what was the one with Arsenal fan TV that cracked me up I remember um Basically, someone had taken his one of their videos, turned it into a meme, yeah. and then basically Robbie had taken it and then reposted it or something yeah. like that. And then this guy got in touch with him and says, "Mate, that's fucking, that's mine." That's mine. <laughs> I was like, "It's no, it's mine. <laughs> I, I filmed it. I'm in it. I was there." And the guy couldn't actually see that it was. Well, you know what I mean? <laughs> well, he, he would no, I can a... see that it was Robbie, but in his head, he's like, "Well, I edited that. I took those bits and edited it together, so it's kind My of." I mean, yeah. in, in a way, mm. he has a. If you're changing context and, and there's a different punchline, then he, yeah. he has a point. But what I'm saying is, if you don't listen, what came should, first, the chicken or the egg? Well, and, look, and who knows? I mean, evolution happened rather, really. That's the answer to that. Um, <laughs> let's not think about it more. Yeah. Okay, just cry out. <laughs> <laughs> okay. uh, I've got a question though. Does, does social media ruin football for you? No. Really, because fucking does for me. But it, it well, it, it didn't on that day when you wrote out "Mind the Gap," you fucking slag. Yeah, that was yeah, but great. I did not. I didn't. I didn't read the responses. I just saw the the numbers go up, and that's incredibly satisfying. And imagine because you yeah. genuinely don't care. So I don't. So what I should say, I have two different things. I've got the Love the Shirt account, which is a number of us that do that. Mm -hmm. I did make that tweet, and I'm. I was worried about it coming up to bite me one time in my life. Spurs didn't let me down. Yeah, but uh, so th so that that's the, the, the fucking slags. The love the shirt. <laughs> the love the shirt account, which only we only follow sort of sixteen people, and those people are involved in the podcast. The rest are people that listen to the podcast. But I'm talking about my personal account, where I can see how people feel about football, and more specifically Tottenham. And what I've realised is how everybody feels makes my 
the way I feel about my football club works. Yeah, you don't have any free thought though. So you have, there is no such thing as free will or free choice. And that's what like social media is just proving to people. But because we all have this kind of inbuilt ego, and even people who claim, the people who say they don't have ego are the ones with the biggest ego. Yeah. Because their ego is making them think that you can, don't have yeah, an yeah, ego. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It sort of tricked you into controlling you and then yeah. you know the sort of all on psycho Psychopathy. Psychopathic. Um, there's, a, there's a really interesting book called, I think it's not Theory You, but it talks about how there's, and I, I wish I'd have read this before coming in to be refreshed, but there's essentially seven stages of, of evolution, mm -hmm. and the final one is alchemy, where you are without ego. Yeah. But you're right, there's a lot of people that are on those first steps or two steps, and that's these people that are. Uh, I forget, but loyalty is one part of it. You know, there's those people that need yes men. They can't accept critical thoughts. Yeah. Um, that's basically the bottom rung of the ladder. So these people that, and you get it in football, don't you? Because if the Spurs fans say, "Well, actually, I think Pochettino fucked up there. He should have, he should have maybe subbed on this, or he should have maybe seen that and changed it." That's just you critical, critically thinking about about something that you still care about. Mm. But then there's them fans that just take that with complete offence. Fuck it, how dare you call yourself a fan? Mm. You know, and all that, mm. all that kind of stuff happens. So you do see that the ego and the the, the base levels of human evolution playing their part, especially when social media went pop and everyone came on it because it was it was essentially the, the Twitter art. It was the first people. It was quite a cool place, and then you finally get the eggs on board that are the real horrible the bastards. <laughs> the eggs, people, the army of eggs that are just like you look through there. Like I remember, there's no the, eggs anymore, are there? You can't have. Any can you not have eggs you? now? I don't think you have eggs. Oh, anymore. I don't know. It's um, part of it. I, 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 maybe not, but I remember you'd see like on Righty's Twitter, for example, and you'd. Uh, He's just bald. <laughs> Sorry, I thought he was an egg. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but but basically, you see these people, and they're saying something horrible, and you sometimes just click on them and have a look at them, and you just see that their timeline is just them, just famous Foreign people, people yeah, just yeah. being nasty, and you just yeah. think. This is just a guy that's sitting at home that hates himself, and this is how he's. Well, maybe it helps you to see that way. He might be sitting in the Ritz. Yeah, he might have a great life and just sort of. Have there's something about him that might I don't, I don't him think he does. Well, you know, like, I mean, that's the no, thing is actually you don't know. Okay, so, so yeah, but it, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter either way. Okay, no, but whether he's sitting in the Ritz and he's got money, that, that doesn't mean he can't be Bad. unhappy. Sorry. That camera's flashing. Can you just check it? Yeah. Check. Are any of the cameras actually working? Um. um but 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 that no that doesn't I've mean that, that he's I'm saying he still hates himself. Yeah. Like he could be in the Ritz. Money doesn't necessarily mean you're happy, does it? Well, no no. It's it's uh, you know ultimately the fact that it doesn't matter how much money you have, how how uh, happy are you? Right, and just stop for a second. Really. He's plugged in. So it's just something to charge. One of these wires. Oh, that's a shame. <laughs> you're gonna run there. Yeah, so I didn't know about that. Um, Have you seen the True Geordie's cock? What's that? Have you seen the True Geordie's cock? Is that an actual something that's happening now? That's a tweet. Good, good. There's a lot of questions yeah, there. Just the wires probably need to get Yeah, so I didn't know about this. Thanks, sir. Um, so, so you, pick up, huh? you know yeah, we did that. Um, shit, come on, still gonna. No way. We want that crisp. Yeah, not that crisp. Yeah. Well, I've got that in the first one. Nah, yeah. you probably got both. Yeah. 
He's just been polite. Uh, he's not polite. Isn't he? he's not. He's, what he says is the truth. Always. That's why they call me the true Lawrence. <laughs> I like the true Lawrence. Let's go. Please. so annoying, isn't it? All right, so we have to do some of the trunk run orders. It's quite yeah, good. We do have to do some of the running orders. Yeah. We don't have to, actually. We can carry on this. Quite profound. Thing. You know, I did have a realisation on Stephen Housen's podcast the other day. We were talking about fan channels and we were talking about full-time... Because full-time devils have just faced... Um, Arsenal, Arsenal fan TV in the, the cup. That's right. And uh, we were talking... Family cup? Yeah, the fan league cup. Oh, this is the yeah. set. That is, that is the fan league cup. That's the prize. Can I see? That's what everyone was after. It's quite weighty, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. It's quite nice. You see Aston Villa won the same cup as like a load of kids. Yeah, um, it was incredible. Yeah. So that's six aside competition. Yeah. <laughs> to be fair, Villa would probably do better. Six aside. If they had six aside, they'd be better. So those that don't know, Villa were playing some sort of competition overseas and they won it. And there's this really kind of ornate, quite horrible and garish, large trophy with a footballer breaking out of Bursting the out, yeah. Yeah, it was horrendous. And then someone had found that there was a six-a-side kids competition in an indoor hall in some sort of summer fate had won the competition and it was the exact same same goal. Cheap ass nice. Cheap, or did the trophy company company do a deal, or was that summer fate the greatest summer fate <laughs> of all time? <laughs> but anyway, what I was saying about fan channels is... Um, we were talking about full-time devils and sort of Housen said he'd been recut quite a lot with a lot of clips, but taken out of context. On what? Uh, on on the... full-time devils. Right. And you know, a lot of Man City fans have been like, you know, on their channel. No, on, 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 on the... other people have taken his voice. Right. Uh, in general. In, in well, yeah, like City fans, especially when City right. find got Pep Guardiola. Got you. A lot of people recut him. I thought you meant in relation to that game because that was what was confusing. No, God, I understand yeah. what you mean. Yeah. No, Stephen Housen's not talking about... I thought this Aston was a complaint. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they won. What won? Yeah. They won. <laughs> He's not talking about their pre-season. Right. Um, <laughs> and he was saying... And then what we... And that's an interesting question, especially with Ball Street, is what a lot of fans want is um, obviously to be able to banter off other fans or whatever. Mm. What do you do when... Um, like every fan channel's had a fan cry on it at some point or show their weakness and those sorts of things. Mm. We were saying it, it's really difficult then because you put that out there and their audience might be Man United fans, but Liverpool fans might jump on that or Arsenal Liverpool. fans might jump on that. It's yeah. very rare that you go to your enemy as you do in football or you go somewhere else. If you're an away fan, it's very, you almost never go up to the opposite set of fans at the end of the game and go, really upset me when you guys scored that third. Do you know, like, it, that doesn't happen. But now we've got, like, that weird representation where yeah. people are out in the world, like, expressing their emotions. Some of them are just opening their mouth, yeah. flailing them all over the place. Yeah. And that's a really weird thing. Like, it's yeah. really unusual for Manchester United fans to share emotions very openly and share what they consider to be weaknesses. Yeah, I, f I think that it's... Yeah, that's, that's true really for Man, Man City. I, I think we've got... We've actually reached a pace where beyond where that's an issue, certainly about making fun. Or yeah. Say someone is getting really angry at a goal. Like you go on Arsenal fan TV and you see BT going crazy. You Doesn't that weaken their position a little bit as fans? I don't think people really care that it happens anymore. But I think I think people it, it definitely it upset. They've done it so much. It I, would, I, I, I think I would if it was Tottenham because we haven't had it before. We don't have that outlet. 
But in that instance, people are used to seeing that. So you I used to have spurred on, but then it got shut down, didn't it? But you, you, there used to be. Um, so I remember this. This used to happen on Talksport back in the day, which was UGC. It was a very yeah, similar yeah. thing. It was kind of people phoning in. And Alan Brazil and, is UGC. Isn't <laughs> <it>? <laughs> UFOE is user generated content. Right. Um, but but it, it was phone-ins so people would phone in like after the match and six or six as well yeah. uh, post-match phone-in and you'd get it on local radio whereby people would phone up and they would uh, if they'd won they'd be delighted but mainly people would phone up when they're pissed off it's just I think it's the British way isn't but it? but originally that didn't wasn't always the case was it because actually the, um, for a while Five Live and um, maybe not talk sport so much but they tried to take it more in the direction of fans sharing their voice rather than having a shock jock who then so uh, having a shock jock who encouraged people to call up and encourage yeah. to make content for a while five live and a couple of other stations wanted it to be like come and join the conversation yeah and now it's sort of midway between it where you have a reasonable presenter like kelly kate yeah and then like an absolute idiot like robbie savage who's just like uh, but red cards shouldn't yeah. exist. I yeah. mean, you can't send someone off. Yeah. And, it, and everyone's like, oh, that's ridiculous. And they yeah, call yeah, in. Yeah. And at the end of the show, Robbie's like, it was all just a bit of fun, but I have 2.6 million followers. Doesn't really matter. And you're like, Robbie, what are you saying? Like, none of this makes any sense. Well, Adrian Durham's one of the ones that people... He's amazing at it. He is. He's incredible. I'm, I, he is. I had a personal interaction with Adrian Durham once where even he treated me as if I was a radio caller. So anything or even that, like just when you're having like a yeah, chat anything that in, I said in the street or the corridor <laughs> a private a private chat that I that um, proves that it's authentic though it's so not authentic so yeah, yeah. he's sitting there just enjoying winding you up yeah. he was just sitting there and he clearly had just ta- like um, tagged on to the fact that he was at least like two decades older than me and yeah. had a lot more life experience and could just sort of and he obviously knew I was like a liberal because I said isn't it lovely that Denver Barr has moved to Chelsea and he was like no 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 and I was like okay well I mean, you know, it's a big move, and he sends a lot of his money back to Africa. And at this point, he just hit TalkSport mode. He went, it's all, it's all money leaving the country, though, isn't it, mate? You know? And at that point, I knew he was trolling me, and I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and I know there's something quite upsetting about it. I've been, I got trapped in a lift with um, Richard Keyes and Andy Gray once as well. Oh, wow. And they, they, instead of having a normal human Surprised interaction... They didn't, they didn't like... Sort of like, um, <laughs> that's what I was trying to find out. Or maybe they, uh, maybe they shout, get off the pitch, or something like that. Yeah. And they, um, and they, instead of having a normal human interaction, they presented at me. <laughs> so, um, I got in the lift, and the lift was, and we were sort of waiting, you know, going the, up. Yeah, so, so I got in, and we're sort of, like, and you're, so, and you're like, wow, these like two, you know, mammoths yeah. of broad, dinosaurs of broadcasting standing in the lift with me. Um, and and made and Richard Keys turned to Andy Gray and went, Well, Andy, I hope this young man's going to the third floor or he should have taken the stairs. <laughs> and uh, Andy Gray just went, Well, yes, I mean, absolutely. <laughs> I, I, and, and I was sort of stood there watching them and they were both just going, <laughs> And they, literally, Richard Keys finished the interaction and went, I love that. What does that mean? This is almost a Simpsons cameo from them, isn't it? Absolutely, yeah, yeah. But in my life, in my that. daily life, That's that was amazing. when I used to. I did like a little thing at Talksport and sort of got trapped in the lift with them. Do you, do you not think that maybe they weren't doing that and that was your ego? What you think? We were stood there completely they playing, silent. They, they were playing up to you, Rob. They were just have normal conversation. No, no. But I, I'm under no impression that it was anything to do with me. It's the fact that they see another human and think, oh. 
Totally well, fine. Andy, we've just had some pret. Uh, <laughs> did you enjoy the hummus? And Andy goes, what? I mean, it could have been. And then they're like, <laughs> and the woman's just clearing the table, you know, like she just wants the rubbish. I and there they go, do you have a big dick, Andy? And he's sort of like, what? Uh, stop. I love it. It's yeah. awkward. Do, do you know what? I remember actually when they'd, um, I don't know if they left TalkSport, but it was, they'd obviously left Sky and that. And they were on TalkSport, so they were mainly doing audio, maybe a bit of foreign TV. And they started, as they called it at the time. They, they, they started, what are you doing? A bit of foreign TV. <laughs> they started filming themselves in the um, on holiday park. Yeah, no, 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 yeah. this little park opposite. Oh, they might have done a holiday as well. Outside talks, but there's like these football pitches, and, and then a little kind of like you can have a sit down on a bench. People walk their dogs. Yeah. And they started filming, and actually they were kind of early adopters, really, in the digital landscape. But because they'd gone from sky to kind of obscurity. I remember people just kind of laughed. It was so Alan Park. It, it, it was, but they, yeah. but they got laughed out of it because it was just them kind of filming it on their mm. phone or you know what or a Polaroid or something. But but it, it, <laughs> they then got caned for it. They got caned <laughs> for it on Twitter. It's like oh how the mighty have fallen and blah blah blah. And then I yeah. think they packed it in. But actually, if they'd have probably been consistent with that, it might have even worked. Uh, yeah, early innovators generally do get laughed at. They do. Yeah. You're either too soon or you're too late. There's yeah. a sweet spot, isn't there? It's like a, a 360 video when we all sort of laughed at James. Oh yeah, that was but James. The videos I've ever seen. I remember people just writing like there were so many comments just saying, Bond oh, Street, if you ever, if Sorry, you James. ever upload <laughs> something like this again, like, I will fucking kill you." Because like, <laughs> like, we were so angry. We recorded a 360 video with Righty once, and yeah. we just never put it out. It was you, a really good. You video, made though. us buy that first. I made you buy camera. it because I saw room in the budget. Yeah. yeah. So thanks, Voxel. I saw room in the budget. Just the. It's just, yeah, the, it's just formats, isn't it? It's formats. Yeah. I mean, you either use it well or use it badly. Yeah, James. I'm oh, sorry. I just don't know why I'm sorry with James. I'm really sorry. I don't know when that comes. He's been trying to forget that. For these, you know, you've got to make mistakes sometimes. You do, mate. But yeah. just getting back to the whole thing about people being emotional, that being acceptable or not, I think we've just entered this. We've rapidly evolved into this place where pretty much now everything is on the record and, and everyone is is constantly on the record. But I think there it'll go cameras. the opposite way. The, oh, yeah, definitely. Soon it'll go the opposite way. Yeah. People will begin to value their privacy I saw yeah. someone go on a Twitter app the other day about their privacy and they were like I'm so private I'm such a private person yeah. and then 10 minutes later they they posted a picture of their own kids right. like, and, then, <laughs> and they were like yeah I'm private I've got private life I've got family and all that and yeah. then it was like look at my little daughter's legs yeah. it wasn't you Has- but it was <laughs> hashtag likes hashtag 50 likes hashtag <laughs> yeah and I was like you, do, it's almost become a little bit it's all really weird it, now it, it will the anonymity thing will will, will it'll you're right, it'll completely swing, but I think there's a lot of uh, lot of years to go before it kind of gets to that. Yeah, but, but it needs someone be. to innovate. It will. Do you not think, though, like sometimes when you start to see life and you see it happening and you see the divide between the rich and the poor, you know, the one per- the amount of wealth that now is occupied by that, that top 1% of the population yeah. and, and how... Uh, just you start, you start to see chaos, and it's not chaos, right? But you're starting to see that things happening and hear about things happening that just seem fucking crazy now, you know, in broad daylight to the stage where like what? you can see. Okay, so what was the one um, Junior was telling me about? Some, Junior's the producer, Matt World. Yeah, that's yeah. right, and a good mate of mine who, and basically some uh, some police in I forget where it was, somewhere in southeast or, or West London or something like that. In Hackney, somewhere where they'd strangled a guy. They, they, no, they'd got some kids or something like that, and they'd grabbed up a couple of them, and then all their mates they didn't like how the police were kind of treating them, so all their mates essentially <laughs> came round, like eighteen to twenty kids, and just started, and they were young, but they started 
fighting for their mates. Good. And right. basically ended up because that's a juke. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready get 30, ready get 20, 20, 20, ready get 20, 20, ready get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quinn's. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. He says, it don't matter how small they are, if there's loads of them, then you're fucked if you go to ground. And Would you rather do 100 duck-sized horses or horse... Yeah, ex- it's that How many five-year-olds do you reckon you'd have in a fight? I think there's... Uh, I don't know. Ten. Ten. More, ten more five-year-olds. Yeah. You could take on more than ten five-year-olds. You know what? I could, <laughs> yourself I, I probably could. I could take... <laughs> I could take I could take a class full of kids and just beat the shit out of them. I, I could <laughs> class full. Well, I could kick the, the shit out of nine. I'm, I'm, private education. I'm talking about private education. Yeah, class yeah, yeah. Okay. I mean, you know, yeah, we're talking so about nine, ten kids. Nine to ten kids. If I could take a tutor if, yeah. if it's a comprehensive if, school if, if in maybe, London, I yeah. don't know. I think it gets tough. You get, it, get tired. Yeah. You get tired swinging your arms. Suburban kids. I could take more suburban kids than I could take inner city kids. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. And I don't mean that in like a. Yeah. They're just tougher. Yeah, of course they've got better. They've got they've had a tougher five years. I don't want to get hung up on these, these kids, kids and beating them up. The police, by the way. But how much? How do you, do you know think... those kids were right? Do you think the kids were I'm right or wrong to do that? Right, Whose side saying... are you on in that? I don't know. <laughs> are just... you happy the kids beat the policemen up? No. Okay. No. Are you sad that the I'm kids sad beat... that there is a situation that exists where you feel where it has kids to felt the need to have to attack police officers. That's what I'm sad about. But this is the, mm. the there's a big failure of the system though, isn't there? And ultimately, people are pissed off. Mind like, the gap. People are totally, totally pissed off. And we're in a world where, for a long time, the way that capitalism works is that it expects that people are going to accept their lot, right? And it's like, oh, you know, free free market and all that. I think it kind of does. Yeah, I think I don't, think, the, I don't think base capitalism does. I think like um, certain elements of capitalism like maybe free market capitalism does but not all I don't think capitalism at its very base expects people to be like that expects people to accept their lot I mean no no it's also it it expects them to almost get in line and fight but accept their lot ultimately because it's governed by the market and the market chooses the winners and the losers right but But, that's a funny sign and I always find this really weird the way that we talk so we talk about football as a concept I think it might be Talib Kweli or someone else. Um, it's either Talib Kweli or another conscious rapper who says 
um, hip hop is what we make it. Like if we talk about hip hop and we're like, we, okay, hip hop's violent, then hip hop will be violent. Yeah. But he's like, it's not some sort of like monster in the hills, which it just sort of, you know, exists. Hip hop like, is exactly what we make it, mm. and it's the same with football, so and it's like the same. Most yeah, yeah. It's either hip, uh, it's either most deaf or, and it's either we make it exactly what it is, and it's the same with the markets, and that's why I always find it so weird when people are like the markets are up today. You're like. Yeah, well, this is a load of rich white guys bought a load of shit. Like, they could have bought the other way mm. and they could have changed everything, but they didn't. They chose to keep all the money in one place. Mm. And it's not like some magical fairy that's mm. in the middle of nowhere. It is totally <laughs> in our hands. But can, is there a magical fairy? If there was a magical fairy, <laughs> I totally... How many magical fairies did <laughs> you beat up? Uh, <laughs> well, I, I had a few when I went to Amsterdam. Okay. <laughs> I just imagine you swinging on your own for <laughs> him in the streets. In a field. Uh, and just a prostitute calming you down. Yeah. Yeah, well, uh, so to speak. The point I was wanting to make about if it was just about, right, do you think that we're subconsciously starting to create what we imagined kind of before? So, you know, you know, you know movie, Blade Runner's you, coming out you, later this year. I think it's very similar to that. Blade Runner. Um, Harrison Ford in the original, is that the one? He's in this one yeah, as well, but right. even better, Ryan Gosling in this one. Okay. Um, yeah, sort of ugly man's heroes everywhere. You're not part of Gay for Gosling? Uh, I mean, I definitely would be if I was aware of it. Yeah, I anyway, mean, I'm just made you aware of it. I mean, or, let's put it this way: all three of us are probably are gay. You, you definitely no, I mean, no. Not, it's, not, well, it's not about what you're gay. It's about what would happen if I don't know. You ended up in a hotel room together with him. What would happen? Just a really great interview. I, I used to get. I used to get before I started Ball Street and before I started to to wrinkle and, and, and age so fast. Yeah. Uh, I had a period where I used to get. Um, and it happened more than, more than once well, where people thought I would look like Ryan Gosling oh, oh shut <laughs> up I'm honestly remember I'm going I, I honestly I, remember the time where on Ball Street shoots Matt's, Matt was so annoying that we had to get rid of him and we'd just go yeah you do look a bit like Ryan Gosling is that food over there <laughs> <laughs> action and then Matt would go and get the food and, and be like I do uh, look a bit like Ryan Gosling yeah I do are you guys alright to carry this conversation on you got to go yeah unfortunately I've got a meeting at 4 o'clock oh fuck off have we done an hour go and get James put him in the seats it's 20 oh, to oh, 4. Shit, I, I thought it was 10 to. You're taking the piss. No, it's no, 20 my to apologies. 4. My apologies. Why have you... What is wrong with you nowadays? You've changed. Can I, can I just changed. raise one thing which yeah. I think needs to, be, needs to be stressed in this We've podcast. We've not done any of the running order. Very recently, no, I've really been questioning the nature of free will. And I no longer think that free will exists. And therefore, I think there needs to be a conversation in a future podcast about free will. Because if free will does not exist, then that means that footballers do not have free will. And technically, we could all influence the free will of footballers to score or not score a goal. Hence why the collective experience in football is the way it is. I lost you. I've lost you. I thought you were talking about a movie. Well, why? I mean, there's played kind of for a little while. Why? No, I mean, free will. Why isn't there free will? I don't think free will. I think free will's an illusion. Are you talking about, do you believe in some sort of chaos theory? Uh, Where everything's predestined? And no, 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 no. No, but it's not predestined, but I think like, uh, we don't, uh, it's a very like weird theory of free will where we all think that we're independent actors and there are probably are people in the world who are more aware of it than others it probably works in a similar way to money where money works for you or you work for money it's one way or the other and free will's maybe a bit similar to that free will is so it's a level that? of 
it's what you're saying is you, you're never doing anything that you've not actually already been kind of conditioned to do it. But I don't think is, it's... Is that what you're saying? Yeah, I don't so think it's... it's like independent action. Yeah, thing, it's yeah. not always conscious conditioning, though. So right. some of the time you're just sort of like, you might have just had a bad night's sleep yeah. or you might have watched a really good movie and therefore you're in a really... You've got, you know, this one line from the movie really sticks out to you. Mm. But that's just your conscious side of it. I think there's like an unconscious side to it, too. Right. I think part of that comes through, and I think you could probably talk about that in a football context... Yeah. So in the next really... ten minutes, let's cover free will in football. <laughs> um, it's fascinating. It is. Do you think? I mean, do you agree? Because I I had this discussion with my girlfriend on holiday, yeah. and we both sort of came to the conclusion that free will, it like free will maybe is a bit of an illusion. And then I started to think about it in football terms, and was like, right, well, what if, what if that means that you know you can, all these footballers can or can't be influenced by the city they live in or the people they're surrounded by? Or I think all of that, all of that plays a part. But for, how much did it take away from it? So from is Ronaldo? Yeah, I understand. Um, <laughs> and is it is it is it therefore that Ronaldo is better at con- controlling or deciding what his influences come from, or he's been he's been shaped in a certain way that means that he takes more outside influences and takes energy from those, or less and is able to block more out and the word of ignorance to one hundred percent actually benefits from the amount of influence he has on him. So you're, uh, yeah, because that then sort of plays into it because you can, it, it, the more power you have, the more influence you can have on the world. So the more you can almost control your own will. But how much of it then is less about the will and more about the will of those around you? But that's what I'm saying. So if, if free will is just an illusion and none of us have free will anyway, then we, we're operating under the illusion that we have free will, which partly influences our free will. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, just do a five-minute video on Social Club next week. We just sort of <laughs> just brush on it, you know. I like, uh, I'd I, love to see Paul Machen and Chris Pajak discuss the idea of free will in football. I, uh, and I also want to see—I'd love to see it done with Robbie. Just, just I, because um, I think Robbie would put a bit of a cat amongst the pigeons. Do you know what I mean? He'd <laughs> probably say it's a grey area. And I'd also love to know what that—that that, yeah. I'd also love to know what they then think that means with transfers, and if maybe you could subconsciously influence a player to okay. go that's probably an easier way to, to explain this right yeah but so that is Mino Riala there's two separate things yeah okay right. you know the Mino um, Raiola um, how many of these players end up going to Manchester United no, and Manchester United fans are all going oh it's okay. we can attract all the best players we've got Lukaku and we've got Pogba and Ibrahimovic Verratti wants to come Verratti yeah. wants to come because they're all represented by a man who has massive influence over Manchester United. Not because they're looking at Manchester United and go, great club. They're looking at Manchester United and go, no, shit, loads of money there. But that's too overt. And off I go. That's not free will. That's nothing to do with free will. Well, it's to do with me and free will. But it's not, it's not sort of meta enough for me. <laughs> but on this podcast, maybe it's about as meta as we're going to get. Maybe, yeah. I also think um, the sort of sports space... Um, the independents become a lot more hyperbolic. Have you noticed that recently? It's a really great base of work at the independent, but every now and then, there's a lot of their tweets I find are quite hyperbolic on a daily basis. Right. Some of their in, uh, journalism is great. I really enjoy what Ed Malian does and what. Um, it's the nature, though. Isn't it the nature of what it's become in order to get people to engage with your news now? Yeah, but I think that's again a sort of an assumption that you have to be hyperbolic to get people to um, engage with it. I think not it's ever for the easiest way. The, it is easy, but then, but it, then it's, it comes down to quality and constant. The, 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 the way that news is selected in the environment in which it is. So rather than them thinking what's appropriate for us, people are actually going, well, actually, given the limitations or the constraints or the way that 
um, the news feed is set up on a certain social media, you actually need to employ that, otherwise you don't get seen. So I see your point. Yeah. Th- then that again, that goes back to the medium is the message idea, where um, there's. I think I think it's the context. Yeah, so but the, the, but the context, context is the context. It, no, it's the point of consumption, but, ra- rather than the message, because the message is actually, I think, almost secondary to. The, the way in which it's interpreted. You need to know how to, I guess, story tell or to capture someone's eyes in that moment. And so that's what I'm saying to Almost. you is the medium is the message. So the, they, they use the medium of Twitter and they know how to use Twitter. So yeah. they'll tweet something out which says, a Chelsea footballer has found the new club he wants. And what he actually means is someone who's at Chelsea, has, you know, he's he's actually found himself at the club. But we don't yeah. find that out until four paragraphs down. Yeah, yeah. Where, you know, the first paragraphs are sort of pithy, like, you know, Antonio Conte thought he'd have something to do this summer, but actually Chelsea had pissed him off. Like, and then three paragraphs down, we're like, oh, well done. You know, um, you've told them I saw them. a great example of this today on London, which is... Um, Classic. What is that? It's a... Feels like a relatively new website that seems to have built by run by Alistair Gold, I think, uh, who are essentially become the kings of clickbait uh, okay. uh, material, and I'm sure they're doing very well. Um, but there was one. Good luck to there was one article today uh, that was Carl Walker Peters reveals what Carl Walker told him before leaving for Manchester City. And, if, and, and so in my head, I'm was like, it literally just goodbye? What, no, yeah. I wonder what advice he gave him. Yeah. He's always, he's got a new throw in. He's always get an Audi. You know, sponsored by Audi. <laughs> <laughs> he hasn't said a word. He yeah. hasn't said a single thing. Um, it, it was. It was just outright lying. Was it, it ultimately the message that he hadn't given a message, and therefore that was in, somewhat of a message? In, yeah. yeah in, in, in a but that's what I'm saying. So it's a bit like um, the example that I always use is emails. So there's uh, if you Google the medium is the message, and you'll come up with a social theorist called Marshall McLuhan who was discredited in the '60s because the right wing uh, like took all of his ideas and messed them up. Anyway, he's come full circle, and now he's sort of a bit more mainstream. Mm. But there are four rules that he says to every, that everything's a medium, he says. Yeah. Wood is a medium, the wall's a medium, anything's a medium, and you can yeah. interpret it through four rules. And one of the rules is about when it become, when a medium becomes overused and overstretches itself, what does yeah. it become? Yeah. And the great example of that is email, when for a while we didn't have spam filters Mate. and all we got was you know, Nigerian princes, you, Viagra. But you'd, you'd read every email. Do you remember the first days of email? You'd yeah. read every single, you'd be like, literally, oh, hold on a minute. There's ni- another <laughs> Nigerian <laughs> prince. Looks like he needs help. Yeah, John Obi <laughs> with help. Yeah. And, and actually, if I help him, I, we're in. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but And so for a little while that worked, right? <laughs> but then after a while, all that communication become, became no communication because people were exploiting it so much. Yeah. And that's my argument with Twitter and maybe some of the, yeah. the fan channels now and some of the YouTube football channels, some of the big ones, instead of doing good stuff with their money, have sort of gone down the clickbaity route. And actually, they didn't need to do that. Mm. They could have gone another route. Yeah. And it's really, so instead of being communication for their own fans or you know their own football fans, they have become the opposite of that. And they've started to only communicate with the people who aren't the fans of the club or the fans of football in general, and they've right. started to just go to the mainstream, which is really unhealthy for the game because right. it takes it in a bad direction. But they're packaged up as so these big propaganda machines. We all know who we're talking about. Are sort of packaged up as the the free will of the people, and you know we're the people who we represent the people's voices, and actually it's the opposite of that. 
So does free will exist? Let me know at Loscast on Twitter. <laughs> do you think free will exists? I think he's broke the podcast. I like Doctor Flav. I do. I like this sort of stuff. Before you but go, it also Flav, gives me a, a sort of level of existential angst. Now, Antonio well. Cassano, through his own free will, decided to retire, come out of retirement, that, and then retire. I've got a question. This is a good one. Okay. What's uh, What's the best thing? Uh, this is from Lackland Wright. Uh, he says, "What's the best thing about being mates with True Geordie? We have." Um, what is the best thing about it? There are some really nice. There are some really great things. We have some. Lo- we have a lot of great conversations. Mm. Um, we are genuine friends, mm. uh, and I just want to say that, you know, like genuine friends have to say, we are genuine friends. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, we genuinely do get on really, really well on, on and off camera. The best thing about it is the. How old are you? 52? 52. That's the bullshit police coming. Um, What's the best thing about being mates with him? We just get to sit down and talk once a week, and there's something, um, and it's what it's brought with it is a lot of really fun conversations. You have to say it's the podcast. I mean, it's it's an amazing. It's not that. No, but it's a. Look, I think you've. Credit with Credit Studio, it's an amazing podcast. It is. The way that you two, I think, dovetail together. But, Bri- it, but now it's, it's getting even better because Brian is his own, he's, he's become a, a really great podcaster in his own right. Right. Yeah, he is good. And he, it, uh, to some extent now, I'm not saying I'm going to quit or anything, but he could he could do it in his uh, he could do it on his own without right. me and he'd be he'd do no, a great podcast. No, it'd be a different thing. I know, he, he could still do a podcast on his own, but, but to sit there and to do a monologue and, and just a complete like that, it's, it's a very different thing. It, yeah, but, he, like, yeah, but you'd have a guest. Yeah, a two-hour monologue would be amazing. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, um, yeah what, what happened to the two-hour podcast? I forgot to time it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I was too busy. No, but it, it's it's a it's a beautiful podcast. How it is like it, the way that you two like dovetail with each other, with a guest or without a guest. I think it's beautiful to listen to. We it's like very it. skilled, and the some best, of the stories. Best thing about knowing me. The best thing about knowing you. Um, it's your, your fashion oh, shit. Your fashion sense. Is it probably uh, all the shirts. Uh, yeah. Take that. Yeah. Take that. All right, Jack Reeve, he says, what's the strangest thing Lawrence has ever seen on a shoot? Come back to the porn days, I'd imagine. Um, <laughs> I, I think I told this story on the podcast. No, no, it was in private. Um, what was it? It doesn't matter. I did, when I first graduated, I, um, I was full of ideas and full of like, uh, youthful exuberance yeah. and took these ideas to a number of people and people sort of exploited my youthful exuberance and I was a bit okay. naive to it all. You right. mean they stole your ideas? A lot of them. Or they. What I had was uh, like, you know that sort of young, um, the, this thing you can only really have when you're young. You're like um, a vibrance yeah. for everything in the world's going to be equal and everything in the world's going to be 100%. Yeah. Everyone's get a 50% share of everything. The illusion yeah. that... Or, or, or the, there's, it's a meritocracy. Yeah. That's the thing, isn't it? That you yeah. think the cream rises to the top and actually if you do great, then you'll get rewarded as such. Yeah. But it's it's not fair. And it doesn't work like that, no. 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 It doesn't work like that. Life doesn't work like that. But so anyway, God. Life can work like that. So it's so a young Lawrence full of... Uh, I kind of knew you at then. Right? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then some people took... Why are you talking about me? Some <laughs> people took... Uh, imagine <laughs> if I was just really... And he's like... And I'm sitting here like... This is the final paper. Yeah. God, who did that not? to you? Yeah. Imagine if I was <laughs> so passively aggressively telling yeah. you the story. And then you're like... And he looked like Ryan Gosling. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and you... And <laughs> that is great. And then we'd know it wasn't about you. Yeah. Go on. Um, um, and... Uh, 
I did a... I, I was the sound guy on a short film shot by a creative arts network that asked a Hollywood actor... I can't mm. remember what his name is. He was like a German Hollywood actor. Hasselhoff. To put a mask on of an elephant... Oh. Um, and, and pretend to rob a bank. And it was one of the weirdest shoots I've ever right. done. I quite like it, though. And not only that, I had to stand I, mean, yeah. I had to stand next to the director holding a boom pole for the yeah. entire shoot. Yeah. And he just kept going, brilliant. <laughs> and I remember thinking, the opposite of brilliant. This is one of the worst things I've ever seen. And it was genuinely the worst film I've right. ever seen. It was terrible. Okay. Um, is it available on YouTube? I, I'm going to try and find like it. I'd like to see. It was awful. Like see Matt, what's the worst thing that you ever saw at TalkSport? Fuck. <laughs> was it Richard Key's penis? No, I never saw that. Uh, I wasn't there. Um, I think that there was a... The was worst thing I ever saw at TalkSport... Christ, that's a bit of a... Um, that's a tough one, because I was there for 10 years, and it's, it's, a, a, lot. it's a while ago. I think a few of the things that were bad... So I'll make it about me. There's a couple of things we could talk about that. Myself in the mirror. Fair. You don't want to get in trouble. Yeah, um, yeah. Is it Ryan Gosling? I don't want you to get in anyone in trouble. Yeah. But so I I'm trying to, to entertain our audience. I, I don't know. I, I, just a funny one is is probably the uh, I remember nearly having a fight with Mike Parry. That's <laughs> quite a good one. You know Mike Parry. I don't know him personally, but because he, he, you know he looks like though. Yeah. So I absolutely know what Mike Parry yeah. looks like. Once you've seen it, so I mean, look, look, he looks like an extra from Doctor just Who. Just to say that I think Mike Parry is a good guy. Yeah. Um, I, I do. I, I know him. He's not a friend of mine. Right. Um, <laughs> just want to make that clear. No, no, but he, no, but obviously he's not a friend. What's the best thing about being friends with Mike Parry? Well, I know someone that is right. And, right. And this someone knows Mike in a, in a different way, and that he helps him out with some computer-related stuff. And Mike's very generous. Sorry, is Mike so carrying I, out I tech think, help for people? I think no, no. Someone <laughs> tech help too. He's from Oh right. Okay. So, so I know from a friend, from his perspective, he's a very good guy. Right. Do you have a PC or a Mac? I, I think it's a PC. PC. I thought Mike Perry would have a PC. It's got to be a PC. Mike Perry is not a Mac I will man, check. I will get that confirmed. I think. Yeah. But anyway, it was the 2006 World Cup in God, Germany, and we we'd taken out about 40 people to this to the first England game of the World Cup um, against was it Paraguay or yeah. someone like that? Yeah, it was it was talk it. sport at its um, peak, wasn't it? That was peak talk sport. It was good. Peak yeah. sport. <laughs> it was good era. Um, and anyway, I had um, I had about 40 tickets, but I also had one for Mike Perry for the match. Um, but I had 40 people that I was taking through Germany and obviously everyone was just getting pissed. It was very exciting. First ever World Cup. And it was back then when we still kind of had this, England might be able to do it. I think yeah. Beckham, it was mm. kind of that generation, you know, some good players, uh, Rooney and that. And, um, and were you just holding the ticket up like I, this? I, I had, come on, Mike. Come on, Mike. <laughs> no, well, he's quite... Uh, he's but, stocky, but he's not tall, No, is he? he's not tall. No. Um, but his mouth's big. But anyway, so I was going along to, to, to meet him ahead of this game, but I had 40 people with me, so I'm like herding drunk cats through Germany, and although they do have a, a good rail system. And we get there, and cats um, don't he, like he, all morning, he's like a kid, and he's like, where's the fucking ticket, where's the ticket? And I'm just like, look, mate, honestly, I'm on my way down there. I'll get there when I get there. I'll definitely be in before the start of the match. Don't worry, I'll meet you outside. I'm definitely coming, but my hands are tied because we're working. This is talk spot, you know what I mean? And uh, and he's just going on and going on and going on. Did he sign all his text messages, Mike Parry? No. He he seems like the type of guy to sign it. Where's my ticket, Mike Parry? (laughs) 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 You better have my ticket, Mike Parry. And I'm like, uh, did you mean to send that to me, (laughs) Matt? (laughs) 
And um, yeah, and Matt Parry. Basically, basically, by the time we get there, he's just steaming angry, and and I'm kind, and he you're basically starts off kicking off in front. So I had to basically just kind of. Did you get him in a choke? Him? No, I didn't get him in a choke, but I, I mean, it was very weird. Was it Stuttgart or I think it was Stuttgart? And on the way up to the ground, it was a bit like an industrial set. So I was kind of meeting him in all the grass and stuff like that, and there was like various fencing to kind of you know checkpoints people to go through tickets. And he's waiting in this this particular place, and he's just steaming and getting really angry. So we, we just have this face to face kind of conference in front of all our clients and stuff like oh, that but no. I, was, I was literally ready I was just thinking since you wound me up all day like I will fucking kill you right there's no now. way talent is ever going to come off looking good in that situation talent no. whenever they get angry never look good that's no. because their egos will not allow them to no. but yeah I, they never look there's no well, they, way they, they, they can look beyond they just see the injustice I'm not saying this is yeah. with Mike Parry at all yeah. but you, you find people I that you find but, but no he's a, he's, I mean he's a sound um, guy it, well, he was. A, he was he's worried about not getting in. Yeah, just a sound. It, it was tense, it, but it's you know he's very tense. But I've seen a lot of other stuff as well. He does yeah. seem like a tense person. Right, this has been glorious. You can carry on. I've got a serious. He's sent James down. There's one Thanks. more question, yeah, which I James. think's a good one. Can From I... Will the intern, what is your biggest weakness? All right, we'll do this, and then yeah, we'll yeah. and then we'll call good it. Question. All right. Good what is your biggest, biggest weakness? Wow. Probably. What's, um, your, what's yours while Lawrence is. Probably how passionate I am about football. Yeah, I was going to say, while Lawrence finds a, a humble kind of. Probably, uh, yeah. Uh, like that, the interview one. Tell him a positive and a negative. God, do you know yeah. what? I'm just. It's I, work, how, I, yeah. I work too hard. I work too much. Yeah, I really work too yeah. hard. No, go on, what's your weakness, Flav? Bloody Sorry. lovable women. 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 Sex. Do you know what I mean? Do you work too many women? Sex. All of the women. Oral sex. All of the time. Your weakness is sex. You and Mike Parry are so common. Women are not my weakness at all. No. I've got a very lovely woman who I love. You have. And, you know, women were, but now they're not. Because I'm in love. It's lovely. Yeah. You're in love Love is your biggest weakness. It's not weakness. It's strength. What's yours? It's definitely not love. Maybe it's that you give you your um, ideas too too easily. Yeah. Quite trusting. Mm. But then that's another one of those ego ones, isn't it? I'm late quite a lot, which really annoys a lot of people. Yeah, I've noticed that. Um, but it's sort of worth the wait, is what I think. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I could definitely be more on time. Yeah. You know? um, I'd, I'd, say, I'd say one of my witnesses is not seeking the party all the time. What? Realising that I'm, I'm always seeking the party. Are you? <laughs> yeah. How often did you find the party? <laughs> well, quite often, actually. Yeah? Yeah, yeah. Does the party? Do you find the party, or does the party find you? I feel like I should be more like you've had the party, and now you're grown up. Right. That's what I feel like I should be more grown be up. More you have to go through the stages of life, and I feel like mm. Matt's gone through the stages quite a lot. Yeah. Like he's, you've mm. definitely gone through very. Matt, marked Matt to me, when mm. I look at Matt, I see him as this, and that's exactly how you're supposed to be in life. Yeah. My mum just tapering off, like going down. <laughs> sort of, no, you're not like, going down. Right? He looks like no, no, it. No, 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 you're not. You're tapering off. And, and Can we get instant replay on that? No, and this is, this is just happiness and, and okay. security. Right. And that's where you are. And it's, and that's, yeah. But I, I, I just feel like I'm going past you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I hope I so, but what's, I don't. I what, don't what's the best ground you've been to outside like, the UK? I thought I need some guidance. What? What's the best ground you've been to outside the UK? Oh, I would say Dortmund, but I nearly died, so probably not. Why do you nearly die? There's a lot of crushing outside. It's you terrible. know what? I found that as well. It was quite a crushing to get in. Yeah, it wasn't we, a great ground they, to get in. They into. changed the way away fans got into the ground after, after Spurs. So there's mm. about 14 people get injured, one on a stretcher. stretcher. Just from getting in, just from just the, like a mass of yeah, They wouldn't let people in, and there were people Fuck. coming in behind. And then they introduced yeah. a Mike Parry at the back of the, <laughs> the line. <laughs> 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 um, the yeah, Dolkin. I'd say Bernabeu. Bernabeu's my favourite ground to go. Bernabeu's a good ground. Beautiful, yeah. 
Mine's probably uh, Gig Lane. <laughs> well, I've never, we've never Burry. been to these big. No, we've never been you, to these big stadiums. Well, you were at Stuttgart in Germany, I'm sure. That yeah, they were all right. I, I, did you go to South Africa? I did go to South. Africa. I went to a few places in South Africa. That was cool. That looked. They it all was looked all right. Really yeah, they were good. But it, it, yeah. in fact, my favourite ever place to have gone and watched sport, I would say, would be the Velodrome in Marseille before it was done and it had those huge big steps and it was actually rugby that I was there for and I fucking hate rugby but I, I had to go because of work you was impressed by the way it looked and felt uh, it, it, we, yeah we, we played Australia and I thought I can get up for that because it's a bit of a and we beat Australia there and it was open top it was cool atmosphere I like that you um, the new camp no I didn't actually think it was all that you were right at the top though weren't you you, yeah. you did a piece of work with uh, Joe Jordi um they were all, uh, San Siro is a really great ground. San Siro for atmosphere is incredible. I didn't like it. I've been there twice. Uh, w- with which teams? Spurs. With yeah, one with Inter, Inter, one with AC. Yeah. Different. I think AC have definitely got a different atmosphere to Inter. Absolutely. Two oh, really? very different really? atmospheres. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. It was so. Inter's better. No. Uh, I, I honestly, my best, my yeah. full, the full experience of the stadium was with AC Milan when yeah, the um, stadium was full. In right. Milan, was, it was like there was two thirds of not even there. Well, we said it looked like there's been some sort of nuclear fallout, and the people on the pitch were playing for the food of the people watching. <laughs> like that's what it looked like. Do you know what I mean? And, and, that's good. and it, but it was because there was fog. It, uh, so it's a bit of a weird stadium. The open sides mean right. that fog sort of drifts in. Right. And yeah. then they do all the flares and stuff. So it only gets foggier. Right. And then we were in the um, like the ultras bit. Right. And uh, not only are they all smoking weed, so there's a great cloud of weed. Yeah. There's also just massive flags. And so right. you're watching football like this. <laughs> like you don't see anything yeah. and we saw one of the Italian the big Italian guys got to one yeah. of the kids he's like egging the guys on there's some guys who don't watch the entire game like yeah. happens at Crystal Palace and stuff yeah, like that yeah. but we were on the upper tier and this guy just got him sorry I don't want to sorry it's from TK Maxx um, <laughs> it grabbed him and like lowered him over the edge as if to say like I'll drop you over the side and the guy was like ha <laughs> what I don't know I guess he'd done something wrong in Italian yeah, and then he sort of grabbed him and put him back and then pulled him back in and well, maybe that's like, just what they do maybe that's like a buzz for him it's almost mm. like a bit no, but you could tell it's almost like you know when they like cut their hands and they're like they become blood brothers well, yeah, yeah. Yeah. That that boring, they were just entertain themselves by just <laughs> yeah. this kid yeah. this guy was definitely the leader of the group though because right. everyone sort of tensed up when he got around and then when he left everyone sort of relaxed Relax. and everyone was like you fucking <laughs> you thought you were going to fall you fucking <laughs> really yeah it's an initiation it's probably an initiation maybe the be- the, in fact, the best, I won't say it's the best stadium, but I went to see... Um, what time is it? Five past them. In Five Peru, past four. In Peru, a, a game there when Cinciana, which is Cusco, which is the gateway to Machu Picchu, yeah. the one of the wonders of the world. Mm. Um, and they won, it was the first time they'd ever won it in there, it was their centenary year. And I, and I, I think that the Peruvian league, because of the terrain, it's obviously hard to get around the Andes, you know, sort of way trips, it wouldn't happen. And so I think they do, it in, they do it in like two regions and then they play off um, in the final over two legs and basically it was Cinciano versus um, uh, Lima Ooh. and so I was in my first day in, in Cusco was where they'd won their league right so there's 
huge party. Only Spanish I knew was there was Noberto Solana, which I used to kind of. By the way, that's disarm. a name. That's not actual Spanish. No, it's, yeah. it's not. It's just the, <laughs> <laughs> it's the way you. Yeah, but then I was like <laughs> Noberto Solana. People were like, hey, yeah, yeah, yeah. And they're giving me their homemade whiskey, right. uh, which was moonshine, horrible, but 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 very heavy. But anyway, whilst we were there, the final was played, and we went to that game. Right, managed to get tickets to it. Fucking madness! I've still, I found pictures actually the other day. This was before. This must be like two thousand and two thousand, maybe two thousand one. What kind of phone do you have? Like um, a Sage M sixty five. Fucking camera. I probably wouldn't even taking a phone away with me on a chip like that. Then so it was a camera. I found all these pictures, but basically they were taking corners. And the missiles and stuff were so much that the, the armoured police come on and they make a shield. shield so it's like Batfink or like, you know, that kind of big wing that happens to set corners. But they lost in that and it was kind of upsetting. But it was fucking the best atmosphere ever. Um, I, I've come up with the best nuts. stadium I've ever been to, but it didn't exist anymore. What was it? A Shakhtar Donetsk stadium. Okay. Um, and we went during the Ukraine, Poland Euros in 2012. Ah. And uh, obviously now it's been sort of bombed quite a lot. Yeah. But um, what they built, which I really liked, yeah. was a stadium in the middle of a park. So there was like a, a utopian park surrounding right. it. And there were, uh, so Shakhtar I think means the miners of. Right. Um, and so they had like, they, well, they had some sort of weird propaganda um, statues of like a soldier and a miner standing together right. in the park. But the park was very nice. Mm. And then there were some Russian fans there, it was a little bit weird, and they were sort of like all t- telling us how welcome we were to Russia, but it was a bit yeah. like, you think you've protested a bit too much, you know? Yeah. You've told me you, we're welcome in Russia like nine times now during this conversation, you know? <laughs> what, where do you think the toilets are? Oh no, you're absolutely welcome in Russia. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, but you, <laughs> do you want to right. share some food? <laughs> you're welcome in Russia. Yeah. Uh, we get it, mate. Um, <laughs> Have you seen the film Get Out? Yes, it was exactly, yeah, yeah. I, but I never would say that I'm the black guy in that situation. No, we can't. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you kind of did. But um, it, it, was inc- it was an incredible uh, stadium, which was really amazingly lit from the outside. It was a great place to watch football because you were really close to the pitch. Right. And there were um, all of the match day, or at least the match day um, uh, hospitality that we had, mm. was sort of in little huts around the park. Right. And there are just a load of Ukrainian people in these huts just serving drinks and food and all sorts of things. And it was amazing. And then it got bombed to hell. But it was like the perfect place to go and watch football. This beautiful park with little waterfalls and stuff. You know, Utopia, because Utopian is almost your own self construct of Utopia, right? Yeah. Donetsk really is my own. Your own. That's what I was like. Is it theirs or yours? And what what would be in your Utopian park? Uh, a, a massive fucking gap which well, Chelsea it, fans can mine. A massive cot shaped fountain. Well, no, not I'm don't, you're kind of ruining my joke and my stick. <laughs> you know, I'm overdoing it. But um, I would say niche pornography. <laughs> niche pornography. When you say niche, another, you another mean, weakness you mean, of mine as well. Do you mean the sort of social theorist the, and profound thinking? Yeah. <laughs> no, no, I don't. Okay. No, I just remember the obscure, random, weird porn. Yeah. Okay, but if you found a if you found a watch on the ground, mm-hmm. would you believe that was made by a human or? I don't understand these that well. You should. Can, uh, can this be the end? On that bombshell. Oh, fuck off. We've still got to do Cassano. <laughs> yeah. Right, on that bombshell, it's over. It's Say over. goodbye, Lawrence. But no, no, we, Say just, goodbye. Can you subscribe as oh, yes. well, please? Yeah, if you have to. Subscribe, subscribe. to iTunes because we actually haven't mentioned that for a while. Yeah. We've not got any more reviews. And we, we could, didn't cover half like the stuff. More. This is a yeah. great kit. I mean, that what, is a good kit. Uh, you sound, you look visibly annoyed. Well, it's just because you've got to go <laughs> off to your meeting and ask what's saying, he said he could be at half four. Half four. It feels betrayed. We'll, we'll do, do some the fighting cut later if you want to wait.
Mm. Oh. Big enough numbers. Bye. Let's see the far post. What's that? Put around the corner. Yeah. Long. 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 The long ball street. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50% to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.